As the son of Samoan immigrants to New Zealand, Mike Meeker grew up idolising All Blacks great Sir Brian Williams. It was BG Williams who called him up in 1994 and said Manu Samoa's selectors had their eye on the then Otago front rower. Mike Meeker was recently appointed as New Zealand's first Pacifica resident district court judge outside of Auckland, returning to preside in Kairangi in the Hutt Valley region where he was born. I come from a from, from from the background that you know, unfortunately a lot of um, people that, that come before the courts that's that, that's the same background migrants um, working class so under, I understand the challenges that you know particularly our people people have in the system and so my approach I yeah, coming into to this role and, and it, it, it relates back to my sporting background is to give everyone a fair crack um, it's more creating an environment in the court where it's people like to see people like them in places like this and so it's just creating that environment you know the, the results will still be the results it's always going to be based on the evidence and the facts but um, yeah, to try and create an environment where people feel that they're having a fair crack they, yeah, they're being listened to that's I suppose a starting point for for, for me um, in terms of how I see this role assist how yeah assist the people that are, um, are coming before the district court specifically here in Kaidani. I think you've talked about uh, Sir BG, Sir Brian uh, yeah. being an influence, uh, I guess, on many aspects of your life, but yeah. but also in terms of encouraging you into the legal profession. Mm. Um, he, of course, is a proud New Zealand Samoan, as are you. When you were studying law, were there many people that, to use your phrase, looked like you in those classes? or And if not, what, what was that like to be sort of one of the, uh, I guess, one of the... Few? One of the few, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. Look, I, I'm I'm 52. I'm a, uh, born in the late 60s. Um, grew up as a child in the 70s, and um, um, lived in areas where we were one of the few. We we moved. To, we lived. I uh, was born here in Lower Hutt. Moved up to um, to Upper Hutt to um, when the Totara Park subsection first opened up. There weren't too many Samoans that were there at that time, and when I say not too many, there was us. <laughs> And um, we had um, a couple of Māori families, the Huiyas, the Kapanis, the Walkers. Um, but um, you know, everyone, the rest of, uh, of our uh, community were, were Balangis. We grew up with that, um, Vinny. I, well, I, yeah, our families certainly did. We were always one of the few, if not the only, Samoan families in our, in our communities. And then that was the same when we went down to, went up to, um, to Auckland for, um, for Dad's training. Um, because there were very few Samoans that were, you know, that were uh, in, at the college at the time, and then Selwyn College, I and then my brothers uh, Waitangi, where Waitangi uh, went afterwards. Um, one of the few Samoans or Pacifica people that were there. So it's, it's I wouldn't say normal, but it's not uncommon, you know, for, for us, you know, being uh, where we've been brought up, and for me, to be like that. So it's basically for me, it was just, uh, it just it didn't matter. It was. Um, uh, I was just, whatever I was doing, I was doing whether it was going to law school or going to rugby training or going to, that, that was, didn't matter to me who was who was there. But um, yeah, just got on with it. It's clear, speaking to you, the influence someone like Sir Brian had on oh. your life or just, you know, as a, you know, pretty incredible person himself. Oh. Um, so achieving what you've achieved already now, both either in rugby or in, in, in the law, uh, I suppose, you know, a lot of people will now look up to you and is that something you're conscious of, that, that you are obviously this sort of role model now for, for many in the Pacifica community and the legal profession um, and, and what positive change you might be able to help through, enact? Yeah. Oh, look, and, and, and Sir Brian Beach, he's, um, he's been a hero of mine 
growing up and like for many kids to you know growing up in the 70s you know when we're playing in the, in the yeah when we're playing in the backyard everyone wanted to be Brian Williams you know and then yeah he was the reason I got into the law it was um you, you could see you know that um we all want to be rugby players and then you you see you know we used to watch and they'll, they'll say you know you know the player age uh, profession and then you know you'd see you know for the all blacks then it was a farmer or stock agent and then there was this, there was this, you know, Samoan, the Samoan icon legend who's a lawyer. And I thought, wow, you know. And I have, didn't you? Yeah, and then that, then I thought, what's what's a lawyer? And then you know, asked around, and basically it was because of Sue Bryan that piqued my interest in in the law, and that's why I went got into the law. He was he was a role model for me and for any number of kids that grew up in the 70s um, that he was going to be our, our role model and um, <laughs> it's his fault that I've got into the you know, not, not so much the rugby but um, the law and, um, and as to your question about me being a role model well um, oh, yeah, it's, it is flattering um, but um, all I can do I suppose Vinny is, is just do this job as best I can and then um, help as many, you know, and, and always open to, to, to speaking with or um, going and meeting our, our young people. And, and it's not so much, and, and look, I used, I do, used to do talks with them when I was uh, as a rugby player going to, especially schools and stuff, and it's about um, education is, is, is important, as is, you know, going to tertiary, tertiary studies. But so too is, um, you know, as long as the, these kids and our kids are doing something, whether it be varsity or a trade or political, whatever. As long as you're doing something, you know that you have you have a career. Because, like you've rightfully said, a, you know, a rugby career. You, you can have a rugby career, but that's only as long as an injury or a new coach, or you know, it's 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 very short. And so, and then you need to look at you know, and that's what I say to kids and it's to rugby players, but also to, relevant to our, our youth as well. Is that you need. Something else to, to fall on. You don't need to be a lawyer. You don't need to be a you know. You don't need to be accountant. Don't need to be a doctor. If I was any good, I'd probably be a, a chippy. Look at the the building boom, Vinny. You know. <laughs> when did you graduate? When you, were you admitted to the bar? I was admitted to the bar in 1996. You know, yeah. Obviously, you'd been at one World Cup, or yeah. you're about to go to one. You just been at one World Cup. You're going to go to another one in '99. Yeah. Uh, professional rugby suddenly yep. exists, uh, yeah. and you get the opportunity to play for the Highlanders. One, how, how challenging was it to, ch- to juggle that professional career with, obviously, rugby, which I guess was even more exciting as mm-hmm. it went professional? Mm-hmm. And then two, tell me about that experience of getting to be a rugby professional and, and obviously you were over in the UK for a bit, for a yeah. few years too. Yeah. yeah, it was an exciting time. The whole, um, after the 95 World Cup, uh, yeah, people may not recall, but um, there was another outfit called WRC that, was, that came along and um, was offering silly money. Um, to you? Uh, I'll speak to my lawyer. <laughs> yes, yep. No, I'll be quite frank. Um, they, um, yeah, they uh, offered contracts to the, the, all the Pacific, yeah, the Pacific countries to Samoa, Tonga, and Fiji, and also here. And um, look, and just thankfully, thanks to the work of Jock Hobbs, <laughs> yeah, rest in peace, is um, that um, yeah, rugby is where where it is today. And um, and yeah, get, being involved in those those talks because they were pretty. Um, Tense discussions going all around the all around the country, and Jock was flying from province to province. But um, look, I, it was an exciting time. Once it was sort of right, well, this is what, yeah, Super Rugby is where we're going to go. It was it was exciting, um, and for me, it was it was fortunate. I just finished my my um, law degree, 
um, and I had my first job in Dunedin at um, O'Driscoll and Marks, and actually one of the principals there, Stephen O'Driscoll, he's a district court judge in Christchurch. So um, I, I was fortunate that I had an employer that was quite generous with basically letting me do the rugby thing at the same time. So I was fortunate. And, and as you say, I guess your timing was good because you'd completed your studies, yep. you could probably take a break, uh, go go take the opportunities you can while you're still young enough, mm. got the, still run fast enough and uh, go to the UK and then knowing that you can always come back to that legal yeah. career. Oh, absolutely. And that's, yeah, it goes back to what I was saying earlier too, Vinny, is that um, I've, I've had the, the law degree, had that in place because in the end, this was always going to be my career. Rugby was was, was you know, my sporting career, but this here was always going to be my career. Um, my wife Jane tells a story because in 1994 I was over in South Africa with um, with Otago and they broke and dislocated my ankle. Uh, and so I came back in crutches and um, I think the papers, the ODT, rang and spoke to her and said, oh, you know, you know something like a serious injury, you know, Mike's, Mike's career's over. To which Jane replied, well, that's not his career. <laughs> And so I was in the fortunate position then that I'd finished my studies. And I know it's for these guys that are uh, in the game now, it is hard. The demands on their time for, for rugby are incredible. But um, don't get me wrong, professional rugby is fantastic. It's, it is a, yeah, it's hard work, but it's a great lifestyle. It's, yeah, you pay well and you get opportunities, but it is a short career when you look at your life. Where do your allegiances lie in Super Rugby these I days? Knew you you pro- you've, pro- you've probably got a few a few options. Uh, oh, look, first always a Highlander, <laughs> but the, the Canes have always been the number t- the, my second team. Yeah, so yeah, always a Highlanders.